0: Live from the Fremont Theater in Portland, Oregon, it's Portland Story Theater's Urban Tellers. May the narrative be with you. Uh, In my life, as far as I can remember, hardly a day has gone by that I have not watched or participated in some sort of athletic event. I've seen many games. I have experienced amazing wins I have experienced gut wrenching, heartbreaking losses. But for me, all these unique individual events have sort of meshed together over the years. There have been so many games, so many chances, so many seasons, that for me it's hard to keep track of them. I can't remember when one ends and one begins. I can't remember sometimes if I watched it on TV or if I was there live or if I was actually participating in them. (laughs) There's just been so many games. But there is one game that I remember, one game that has seared its place in my brain. It's as if it just happened. It was November 6, 2000. The Green Bay Packers were playing the Minnesota Vikings on Monday Night Football. Now, on November 6, 2000, I was 23 years old, and I was a recent college graduate, and my life was at a bit of a crossroads. I didn't really know what my future held, but I did know on that night, I was going to watch my favorite football team, the Green Bay Packers, play football. When I was five years old, my mom remarried a man who would raise me, that I uh, never called Dad. I always called him by his first name, D. And D had been a lifelong Green Bay Packers fan. He used to tell me about all the championships they won and how they won the first two Super Bowls. And he used to throw out names like uh, Nitschke and Starr and uh, Lombardi. Now being young and impressionable and really wanting him to like me and also just really, really wanting to make him happy, I too rooted for the Green Bay Packers. Growing up in Oregon, um, we don't have a professional football team here, so I was a bit of a free agent. I could (laughs) root for whichever team I wanted. But most of my friends rooted for the the closest teams, Seattle, San Francisco, maybe Denver. I rooted for Green Bay. And it was difficult because when Dee was growing up, the Green Bay Packers were the best team. When I was growing up, they were the worst. Now, (laughs) football back then in the 80s was not like it is now, where you can get any game by any team anytime you want. Back then, you got maybe two games. On Sunday, you got the game of the local team, maybe Seattle, San Francisco, Denver, Seattle playing Denver. (laughs) And then Monday night, you got a game between two very good teams. So I never got to see the Green Bay Packers play on television. The only way I could get any sort of Green Bay was by radio. Dee and I used to huddle around the radio on Sundays and listen to the football games. I know some of you in the audience might remember what it was like to sit around the radio and listen to things. (laughs) I grew up in the MTV generation. We had two color televisions in our house. We had a Nintendo. We had cable television with 50 channels. So the idea of me sitting around a radio listening to a football game uh, from a team that's in a small little city in Wisconsin (laughs) was absurd, (laughs) but I did it. And I learned a lot um, in these radio sessions. Um, Dee taught me a lot about uh, the agony of defeat. (laughs) And, uh, but to always keep a very positive attitude. I learned my love for the underdog, not just in football, but in life and in love. Um, I learned perseverance. You always got to keep pushing through, even when time seem the shittiest. You got to keep pushing through. I remember being 10 years old and wanting to jump ship. I wanted to root for one of these other teams. It was so much easier to root for one of these teams that I got to see on television and my friends rooted for. And D said to me, he had this really gruff voice, and he said, don't be a bum. <laughs> you can't give up on the team now. It makes it so much sweeter when they start to win. <laughs> and then he said this to me, I'll never forget this. He said, believing in the team, it's not a feeling you have, it's a choice you make. And with that one sentence, D and the Green Bay Packers taught me more about faith than eight years of Catholic school. So D and the Green Bay Packers and our radio taught me to keep working hard. Never give up. There was always going to be, no matter how crappy it got, there's always going to be another game, another chance, another season. I remember sitting around the radio, and uh, you could feel that the, the, the players had given up. And you could feel the crowd in the stadium had given up. But D never gave up. He would yell at the radio. They would be down 38 to 0 and I'd want to go do something else and you say, "No, we're going to listen the rest of this game." Come on. Don't give up, guys. You're playing like a bunch of bums. <laughs> never give up. Don't give up. So, when the cancer came, I knew he was going to be okay because he would never give up. I was only 12 years old, but I was already very uh, stoic and driven. And in my mind, if you just worked hard, you could get through anything. And I knew D would never give up. So this cancer would just be a small bump, speed bump, on his road of life. I was probably pretty naive, too. But he always taught me. There was another game. There was another chance. There was another season. And finally, that season that we had been waiting for came the Green Bay Packers got good. And then another season came and they became great. And then another season came and they became the Super Bowl champions. (laughs) Finally. And D got to see that. He lived to see all of that. He lived to see me be a wrestling, a high school wrestling state champion. He lived lived to see me get a scholarship to a prestigious college. He lived to see me graduate from that college. So on November 6, 2000, we were all very fortunate. But I did not feel fortunate. On that night, I was very angry. I was 23 years old, and I didn't know what my future held. I was angry because I'd graduated from college, and I had this idea in my head that I was going to have a job, and I was going to have money, and I was going to have this, you know, partner. And instead, I was living at home with my parents. I was angry because I didn't know if I was going to get a job. Mostly, I was angry because the man who I spent my whole life trying to make happy was sick again. And this time, I was pretty sure it wasn't going to be OK. I was a little bit less naive. But on November 6, 2000, we were going to sit down and watch our favorite team play, our second most hated rival, the Minnesota Vikings. And I I remember that night, it was raining in Green Bay. And the Vikings scored first, and then Green Bay scored and tied it up. And then the Vikings scored again, and then Green Bay scored and tied it up. It went back and forth like this the entire game. Green Bay never led. Finally, the fourth quarter came, the end of the game. Minnesota got the ball, and there wasn't much time left, and they started to move down the field. And I had seen this game many times. I knew exactly what was going to happen. They were going to go down, and with a few seconds left, kick a field goal, win the game. D said, Turn it off, turn it off. It's killing me. I can't watch this anymore. And I turned to him, and I thought, Maybe this is killing him. He's pretty sick. It's a pretty stressful game. I don't, know, I don't know what's going on with his heart. <laughs> so I say, I'm not turning this off. You're crazy. You're watching the rest of this game. <laughs> and he says, fine, you can watch it. I'm not going to. So as we argued back and forth uh, if we were going to turn the game off or not, Minnesota went down. They lined up to make that kick I'd seen happen 100 times. But like I said, it was raining that night. And small miracles can happen in the rain. Their kicker lined up. He missed the field goal. The game ended, and it was a tie. There was still a chance for our Green Bay Packers to win the game. Yeah. So it went into overtime, and Green Bay got the ball. They got to start. And at the time, Green Bay had this quarterback who was uh, a bit of a home run hitter. He was not the, uh, he did not like to do the methodical little passes down the field like a, a good quarterback should. He wanted to go for the home run all in one throw. It was as if he knew D, was in pain and he just wanted this game to be over. So, one of the very first plays, that quarterback stepped back and he threw the ball as far as he could. And the man who was supposed to catch it was running down the field, and like I said, it was raining. And he slipped and fell. And the Minnesota Vikings man put his hand out to make an easy interception. I've seen this play happen a hundred times. He's gonna make that interception, they're gonna get the ball back, they're gonna score and they're gonna win. He puts his hand out and hits his hand. And then it hits his arm, and then it falls to the ground. Now that would have been the end of the play if the man who was originally supposed to catch the ball hadn't been lying on the ground. (laughs) Where it hit him on the arm, and then on the shoulder, and then came to rest right in his chest. He caught the ball. He got up off the ground, he ran into the end zone, he scored a touchdown, the game was over, I jumped up and I said, yes, yes, yes! And I looked over at D, and he was sitting in his chair, emotionless, exhausted. This team he'd gotten so much happiness from through the years, the Green Bay Packers, had just had one of the greatest games we'd ever seen together, the greatest play we'd ever seen together, and he could find no joy in it. I think he'd seen enough games. That was the last game We ever saw it together. He died soon afterwards. I don't follow the Green Bay Packers anymore. I don't really watch football anymore. That was something that we shared together. I guess sometimes that's the price you pay when you share things with people. But whatever I was supposed to learn, whatever lessons I was supposed to learn over the years, I feel I have in here and in here. And I'll always remember that there's always another game, there's always another chance, there's always another season, until there isn't. Thank you.